This episode of the Tokunet podcast is sponsored by Tokulectables, CS Toys Japan, and the webcomic Red Belt. If you would like to hear your name or business at the beginning of the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash the Tokunet. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tokunet Podcast, episode 56. Today, we're going to be talking about a pretty serious subject, and I know, you know, everybody's been inundated with the pandemic, so please bear with us. We're going to be talking about how the coronavirus has affected tokusatsu. So if you're interested in that, definitely keep listening. This is a very interesting conversation we're going to have. And I am joined by three very lovely people. Yes. Hello. Josh. Hello. Tony. Welcome back. Hello. Hello, hello. Nice to be back. So like I said at the beginning of this, we're going to be talking about how the coronavirus, the pandemic, COVID-19 has affected tokusatsu, and we've all been keeping up with the news in our own countries. So for context, myself, I am from New York. Yaz, you are from Georgia, correct? Yep. Yep. Josh, California. Am I getting that right? I'm always forgetting things, I swear. Okay, perfect. And Tony... Do you mind telling us which prefecture you are in in Japan? Uh, well, let's just say I'm north of Tokyo. Excellent. Yeah, well, that's still... Man, Tokyo got hit really hard with this stuff. But yeah, so that gives the context of where we all are. And we are recording on July 3rd. So things will definitely have changed by the time this podcast comes out. There's always something new happening, unfortunately, but... There's a lot of positive news that we'll get to as well. So why don't we start by kind of talking about the timeline from Kirame Red's diagnosis to um, like superhero time and different productions coming back as things started to settle down. So we reported um, in March, late March, that Ryokomia, Kirame Red, if I can say his name correctly. Um, he was reported on March 24th to have lost his sense of taste. He was on the set of Machine Sentai Kira Major through March 27th, and on March 28th, he, the filming of Kira Major stopped completely after his test results came back positive. Um, once they found out he was positive with COVID-19 on March 30th, the Toei studio lot closed down for disinfecting. There were a lot of unclear statements on whether it was like closing down indefinitely, but we believe that they closed down just to sanitize everything and they restarted back up at some point. Um, But I really remember a lot of people when the news broke of him getting corona because he was so young like he is so young he's 17 right 18 this year he's gotta be 18 yeah. by now, right i yeah. think he might be 18 like that makes him one of the youngest reds we've ever had right that might be true i mean we've had some young reds yeah like magi red was really young yeah like one of 
Like, there's only yeah. so many that were in the, like, Jeez. 17, 18 range. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he's still 17. I just looked it up. Yeah, so he hasn't had his birthday yet. So the fact that he got this at 17, I mean, I think around this time, particularly in the U.S., we didn't take it seriously in... Well, I mean, we started in late March, but it oh, yeah. wasn't, like... You know, the reports were always people that were older or had really intense pre-existing conditions. But a lot of people didn't get shocked into this until they knew somebody maybe younger that ended up getting this. Did Now, Tony, did Japan have that kind of reaction too that maybe they didn't understand the seriousness of it until something like this and the others who got infected in Japan? Yeah, I, th I don't think it really, I don't think people really took it seriously until uh, the famous comedian Shimura Ken passed away with the, with uh, his case of oh, COVID-19 right. with complications of leukemia. Uh, so I think once that happened, because when I, I when I went to work, there are some days where some of us were wearing masks and some and other days we weren't wearing, wearing masks. But ever since Shimura, Shimura Ken passed away, like, okay, now we're just all wearing masks every day, all day. So, and I started seeing more people wearing in public. So, yeah. Yeah. Then once someone famous passes away, I think that's, people start yeah. taking it seriously. Yeah. And I appreciated that the tokusatsu community really did react pretty quickly to this news. I noticed, um, we definitely wrote up a bunch of articles on how the, the, uh, former Super Sentai and Kamen Rider actors came together to send nice messages. But in particular, it was interesting to see messages from them that were that they were worried about, like, Toei Studio in general. Because during this time when they closed for disinfecting, there was a lot of messages about that. And then when they announced that they just completely stopped filming Kira Major in Zero One entirely. I did see a lot of messages, like... um I believe it was Tsuruhime's actress, she posted, like, you know, feeling sorry that the Toei studio lot is closed and this is kind of a big deal, so it's very interesting to kind of see the reactions or hear the reactions. Did you notice anything interesting, Tony, when, you know, we were first getting the news of this? Ah, uh, just a lot of businesses trying to let's see like for instance like supermarkets they started adding like tape on on the ground before you got to the cashier be like okay please stand here and they added this little plastic thing that separates you and and, and the register so yeah quite a few things yeah this business is shutting down less hours yeah i know you had the great toilet paper crisis like we did for a little bit <laughs> that was worldwide yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Japan was one of the first because someone online had said, hey, you can make a mask out of toilet paper, right? And obviously uh... that's not true, but because, and then people started panic buying, a few people started panic buying. Then the news came out that people were panic buying these toilet papers because of what they saw on, <laughs> on the internet. And then that just made people want to buy the toilet paper more. And it was just like, no, guys, some of us actually need to use, like, some of us are like low on toilet paper. We actually need to buy it. Wait, 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 wait. So it started because someone said that they can make masks out of toilet paper? I didn't know about this. Yes, that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. In Japan or 
In Japan, like, only in Japan. Wow. Yep. Yep, that's how it started. It was it was kind of, it was quite ridiculous. It was like oh, obviously God. no, that's not true, but yeah. you know. Wow. I mean, I know I heard reports of like people's fears that the kind of um production process of making toilet paper would slow down and there wouldn't be as many in the supermarkets, but I also remember hearing like the companies saying no, everything's fine. Please stop panic buying, you know? Like, everything mm-hmm. is okay. While here in America, it, I think it really was, like, the production companies had to forcibly slow down business-wise, and then we were just panic buying it like crazy. It I feel like I heard about the panic buying before the shortage, the shortage of the production. Yes. Yeah, yes. that came well before. Yeah, that's true. I did hear a lot of stories about the panic buying, like, early March in the U.S. in particular. It was definitely early March, because I remember, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for my day job, I'm having to stock things, uh, you know, like, different things uh, there at a, you know, local store, and the the toilet paper was the first thing to go. That, and then bottled water, and for a while it seemed like, hey, how come you're not keeping up with demand? It's like, no, I am keeping up with demand. We just ran out. And then mm-hmm. after about three days of that happening, that's when the news started carrying the stories like, hey, this is a thing. We're going to have to start maybe considering lockdown. And mm-hmm. as soon as those news stories hit over here, that's what made everybody start buying even faster. So then, you know, every time I'd go into the store, it looked like a hurricane hit. You know, everybody's just buying anything they can. That's a really good comparison because every time I've ever, I don't live in a hurricane area, but anytime I've ever seen like footage of what it's like during a hurricane and how people prepare for a hurricane, it's always like the shelves are empty. And of course, in New York, we get really bad winter storms and we do that too. We'll panic by when we know a bad winter storm is happening. Um, Yeah, I remember like late. Early March was very different than late March in the U.S. at the very least. Like, personally, we bought, we didn't panic buy, but we bought some supplies knowing that this was happening. Um, But everything just (laughs) went nuts late March. Like, physically, we're in July, but emotionally, I'm still in March. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. Oh, God. And I remember when the news broke that Rio got corona, I was like, holy crap, this poor young kid. Like, yes, we know, you know, by the data that younger people do, you know, recover from this at a higher rate. But I was like, I was genuinely worried when this was first announced and i'm i am glad that toei actually like stopped filming though of course i missed the shows while they were gone it was just like this was pretty bad it's it's so hard to see this in retrospect but this was pretty bad i think it's the thing like when you get the stay-at-home order you figure okay i'll just you know cuddle up on the couch with you know whatever i'm drinking and watch my entertainment, whatever that is. But then when the news affects your entertainment, like, you know, we're here watching weekly, and then at a certain point you can't because there's no new episodes, that just makes it even more real for you. Like, you can't escape it because it's affecting the thing you're trying to watch to get your mind off it. Yeah. 
And that really segues into like how different multiple like events, uh, theatrical releases, like all different things in Tokusatsu got uh, canceled or completely um, postponed until things were getting better. Um, like for instance, my favorite thing to do anytime I visited Japan was to go to the Jiraso, like Super Sentai yes. shows. They're always so mm-hmm. much fun. However, um, the Machine Sentai Kira Major stage shows that were happening at Jiraso were originally scheduled for May 20th through May, t- or excuse me, March 20th through May 10th, but they just canceled out the shows completely. Um, as of right now, they said that they're still canceled until the end of July and they'll be re- reevaluated in August. But I do really feel bad for like the suit actors that are usually in that, the staff that are there, because um, that's, you know, their primary job. It sucks th- for them to be out of work. And it's really awful because like that's a really nice family event for like kids and their parents to go to to have a good time and you know get out of the house or get away from school or whatever so it's a shame and that's the unfortunate thing too like it's not just Giro so like stage shows all over the country that is a thing like that's a summer job for some people out there is you know I get to be a super sentai member for a few weeks you know make some extra money and they can't do that now you can't gather around with a group of I think it's like more than five people and then Mm -hmm. Even if they're wearing the masks, the people there being in that close proximity, it's just not safe. So there's so many other people, there's so many suits being unused right now. It's it's so <laughs> sad. Yeah, when you think about it, like all the sh- like a stage show suits, you know, I feel so sad for them. Just all the helmets being untouched right now. Um, another event that I know I was looking forward to because I love this collaboration Um was the Kamen Rider Decade X Hello Kitty event. Um, they canceled it outright because Sanrio Puro Land, which is where it was going to be held, um, closed, had to close. Because there's, as somebody who has been there and absolutely loves it, and it is a rather large place, there are still a lot of areas where you're going to be grouped up really, really tightly. So, ah. Uh. I was so, like, sad. I can't find anything online that references, like, if you can still buy the merchandise. Because I thought the merchandise Mm. was really cute. Because they canceled. So, of course, they had, like, the pre-release event that gave, like, the press access to, like, what was going on. But the actual collab event got completely canceled. Weren't the actors for a decade and uh, the end promoting for that yes they were they were going to be there there was going to be a special like stage show basically where decade is trying to take over and destroy hello kitty world (laughs) so this is the world of sanrio (laughs) yeah yeah i know right he's gonna they're gonna take over the sanrio world kaito's gonna steal batsmaru it was going to be a thing. It was going to be the Yeah, it was totally going to be a thing. And oh, so, yeah, they canceled it completely. Um, as of right now, Sanrio Puro Land itself is doing a limited reopening starting on July 13th, only for annual entry pass holders. So, nobody, unless you have that season pass, you're not going to be allowed in um, for hmm. the foreseeable future. They have no uh, announcements on when the general public will be back. Uh, 
back aloud to aloud back excuse me so yeah i always love the hello kitty common rider collaborations and this one made me so sad because it looked so good like when they come out with the plushies where it's hello kitty in the rider suits oh, they're yeah. amazing Oh, I love it so much. Um, another stage show that got canceled is the Kishiru Sentai Ryu Soldier Final Live Tour. So it was originally scheduled for April 18th through the 19th in Nagoya, um, and April 25th and 26th in Osaka. But they canceled them out completely for safety reasons, which sucks because those final stage yeah, that, that one shows... really makes me sad. Yeah, same here. Yeah, because you got to think about it when you cut, like, those stage shows are, like, the last time that the cast are together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially on Japanese Twitter. You always see, like, whenever they do those live, those live tours, like, Japanese series is going crazy. It's like, yeah, it's our last time seeing them. We're going to miss you. And this year is just kind of like, they don't have it. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't happen at all. And I, I do enjoy those, like, final stage shows because most of the time, you know, there's you know, cool, like, in-suit stage show story that's different than anything else. And sometimes they show different suits that have never been in the show before. And then they do, like, kind of like a cast Q&A at the end. But it really is, like, the last time they're all together. And it sucks that the Ryu soldiers had to miss out on that. It's a weird way of putting it. Like, I, like I just realized it right now. It's basically, like, the Super Sentai equivalent of a graduation that they don't get to have. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't think about it like that, but you're totally right. I mean, they, they may be able to come back at some point as far as like a crossover movie or something, but this was like their last thing together as a team for their official show. Yeah, because yeah. like, even if they do have a team up later, there's no guarantee they'll get all of them back. Like maybe yep. they'll get one or yeah. two of them back, but there's no guarantee unless they get like... 10 years later but that's way down the road where <laughs> yeah. you know god willing we have a cure but for right now like not being able to participate in that where there's this history of you know year after year we get to see those tearful goodbyes and mm-hmm. the audience gets to show their support for the whole cast that they've spent the last year with and they yeah. didn't get to have that this time yeah i mean it is nice so instead they did end up releasing like a cd audio drama so you could still listen to all of it um but they couldn't do stuff like the dvd recording because it was unsafe for the staff to be together um yeah it sucks it's like you know everybody's been from high school and college right now are missing their graduations and this is also like the ryu soldiers not having their graduations you know yeah, the graduation thing is just, like, even the, the, the actual, like, high school graduation stuff has got, got me, like, back when the, all that was being announced, that, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, kids are missing their high school graduation, so they have to do it through Zoom or something like that. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I know. I feel bad for a lot of people that I've known that are going through that. But, yeah, yeah same with your soldiers. That sucks, but... Hopefully we can get something with them. I actually really... Uh, there's a lot of things that were not great with the show, but that cast is amazing. They're all they really, are. really talented. So uh, Here's a question, uh, I guess, looking forward. Because uh, Kamen Rider Zero One ends, 
relatively soon, don't they also have a final live tour thing? Oh, you're right. Do? Yes. They do. Yeah. So but they'll usually also miss that. that happens like early to mid-October. Like every time that I go, usually when I go to Japan, I go to see the final shows, you know, except right. for last year was just tsunami hurricane yeah or, yeah, yeah not yeah. tsunami oh my god no you're right typhoon, typhoon. <laughs> sorry my brain is <laughs> shutting <laughs> down yeah yeah i was gonna say remember uh, i was there with you <laughs> yeah right you know how it is so yeah everybody like got their zeo stage show stuff got all messed up but uh yeah i that does yeah that's a really good point on if zero one is going to have that what's is it going to look like? Because that theater that they usually hosted in, in... Oh, God, I forgot what it's called. I can, like, see the building in my mind, and it's at... Oh, my God, where the, is oh, the, that? The hall, right? Yeah, it's, like, Sunshine Hall or something like that. Like, that building is huge, but, like, the amount of seats that are in it and how, like, closely packed you are especially lining up oh my god you'd have to line up like hours early <laughs> was that a nakano or is it we talking about yes nakano okay nakano there we go nakano yeah yeah so like that area itself is pretty condensed because like the hall that it's done in is like just a little bit away from nakano broadway and stuff like that um so yeah, I wonder how they're going to do it. Maybe they'll space out the chairs, but that would mean less people being able to buy tickets. And it's already like the lottery system is nuts for these shows, but and who then knows? It's like the logistics of making sure everybody is, you know, the proper amount of distance from each other, just being in line before you get in the building. <sighs> like that's a logistical nightmare. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't a thing in the stage shows that I've been to. Like we're all cram packed together in line and then swarming the merchandise table when we get in like it's nuts so i don't know i don't i don't know if it would be a good idea for them to have the zero one show like actually there it better to hold it off until next yeah. year maybe. maybe they could like live stream it i think that's what they did for geo after the typhoon as i thought they gave like special live stream access or like not live stream i think they showed a video of like what they recorded at a previous uh stage show but yeah there's got to be something where you can still participate you know it'd be nice yeah but it's tough it's really tough yeah like there's no replacing being there in front of a live audience no, there's something really cool about being together like that. It's so much fun. But in like cheering for your favorites is always nice. <laughs> I want to go to one of those someday. Well, yeah, definitely. It might be a, a next year thing. Definitely not this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, another event was Hero Live Special 2020 just got completely canceled. Um mm. I can't remember what this event actually is. Is it the Super Sentai Kamen Rider like crossover event that they do sometimes? Or am I thinking of a completely different event? No, the the one you're thinking of, they had already done back in, I think, January. And oh, the DVD okay. had just barely hit when everything mm -hmm. was starting to get locked down. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. I cannot exactly remember what this event is in particular, but it was planning to take place in May and they just completely canceled it out, um, not allowing anybody to buy tickets. Um, they did say that, like, the booklets for the event were available to purchase, so that was nice, at least. Because I like collecting the booklets at, like, the events that I've gone to. Like, I still have... Somewhere like in my boxes. Yeah, the program booklets. I have the X8 and the build ones, and it's really cool to see. So, yeah, hopefully Japan and, of course, everywhere worldwide can find a safe way to host these events in the future. But who knows? Um, when it comes to movie releases, we had a bunch of movies postponed. For instance, the... Ultraman Taiga, the movie, was one of the first that got oh. announced to be postponed. And I'm just like, oh, when are we going to hear when this is going to come out? Because I'm looking forward to it so much. Because as of us recording this, we still don't have a date for when they're going to put it out. But we still keep getting commercials for it. Yeah, which I find to be very interesting. So the commercials are there when we watch um, Zet on their YouTube channel, but there's never a date at the end of them. So I'm like, when is this coming out? I would love if Subaraya could, like, stream it or put it on... You could put it on, like, YouTube Red, so at least they can make some money, you know? And just, like, have it bought outright or something like that. Some kind of VOD release, yeah. Yeah, 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 VOD. Definitely something like that would be really cool, just so people can still watch it, because... It, it just looks like it was going to be so badass. Oh, I it had everybody know. back from the new generations. Everybody. everybody. <laughs> oh my god. I everybody, know. I'm so... Everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was... Wait, was Asahi going to be in Yeah, Asahi was going to be there too. Ah, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Tony, can you tell me a little bit about if uh, movie theaters are reopening in Japan and maybe if you know anything about what it's like yeah so I actually had a friend who went to movie theater with his wife and it was like completely empty like it was just I think like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie recently got released here finally but it like got like it was like number six at the box office like mm-hmm. people are just not going to the movies right now and they don't want to risk like, it yeah, and just like uh, not a lot, not a lot, not a lot of the studios are, are wanting to release the movies. I'm, I'm thinking they're this summer is just going to mm-hmm. be a quiet summer, and then like maybe the fall we'll get the title. Like honestly, I think earliest it's going to be September for mm-hmm. like the Taiga movie at the earliest because because they got all those people back. Well, <laughs> you know, money. So, um, they're uh-huh, going to want uh-huh. to, yeah, they're going to want to release this one in theaters. I want to see it in theaters. Like, if we can get our stuff together over here in the States, I would love it if we could get everything beat, everybody wear a mask, everybody do, do what they have to, and then Subaraya can have some sort of in-theater thing where we can all watch it safely. I would like mm-hmm. to get yeah. to that point. Yeah, I We're know. not getting there for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I don't even want to get into that. Just let me yeah. know. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's sad to miss out on this. And it is sad that we still haven't heard anything, though 
you know, quote unquote, things have calmed down. Um, I don't know. I think, like I said, I'd really look forward to it if Subaraya could do something like video on demand. You know, I've noticed that a lot with like the US movies that were supposed to come out. A lot of them have gone on the streaming platforms. Well, it's usually a lot of the the smaller ones. Or the, ones that, the ones that aren't like, you know, Marvel or whatever. True. Or like true. Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, like Marvel, they're holding on to Black Widow until they can fully make money off it. And same thing with Wonder Woman. They pushed her back to make sure that feasibly by the time, I, I think they pushed it back to like September or October or something. No, no, or mm -hmm. November even it, uh, it was. They want to make sure people can go see that in the theater. Yeah. Like the further you push it back, it's just like, who are you fooling? We don't have a handle on this right now. And I get that Subaraya not putting a date on this makes sense. But right now, out of any of the companies that are out there, I trust them the, the most to make the true. best decision. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. I has done a really good job with everything going on. And we can definitely, we'll definitely talk about that. Um, I just remembered, because uh, mm -hmm. um, due to the pandemic and everything and working from home, especially my partner, because she had to work, she had to teach her lessons through zoom and we sort of at least for our area we sort of realized the lack of technology in the average japanese household like all they really have mm -hmm. is a tv right some of them are lucky enough to have like a smartphone or even a tablet like no computers or anything so if they were to do like really? the vod release like i don't even know if they even have like a smart tv to really buy it from you know you can just go to the settings oh. and everything but you know that's a really good point are computers not that widely used as far as like in the household? In the household, at least not in our area. Huh. I guess that would explain why net cafes are still such a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Hmm. That makes sense. I, th I think when you think about that a little bit more, especially in your area, I maybe it's a little bit different, you know, because big cities like Tokyo have a different kind of culture associated mm -hmm. with it. But I could see that. Okay. I think I'm just thinking of like, I'm in the U.S. and I want to watch this. Yeah, just like Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> Disney Plus, you know, I know HBO. Right? Yeah, so it's like easy for us. But as yeah, far as that no. affecting us over here, I think you know, kind of like you, what you were saying earlier, with us being able to watch Zet over here, and they're letting us watch Zet. They're also letting us see the toy commercials, and they're also mm -hmm. letting us see the commercial for this movie. And since it makes a lot more sense, because with the Mill Creek releases. You know, you can look at that commercial and be like, hey, I know that guy, or I've had a chance to watch that series. You can go into that movie and know who those characters are. So I, I yeah. very much believe that Tsuburaya has a plan for it. Yeah, and I, I would hope they can do something that can include us international fans, because I hope they know that we're interested in, like, the movie. Yes, technically, we didn't watch Ultraman Taiga through them. You know, because that didn't wasn't out at the time. But I think Hurry, we want yeah. to watch it. You know, well, we at least had that first episode, right? Like it, it was it was region free for a little bit, and then they decided against. I thought it. that was Rube. I no, uh, was that Rube? Yeah, Rube had Rube had the first few free uh, unlocked, and people were putting subtitles on it, and then it got taken back. Yeah. 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 So. Hopefully now with this, like how they're putting Ultraman Z for us with English subs, maybe they'll consider it for the Taiga movie, but we'll see. Speaking of Taiga, I wonder 
I wonder when we ever get the those Blu-rays for Tiger. Uh, maybe a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe sooner than we think. I mean, it could be. I mean, Ginga's coming like in October. No, September. I mean, yeah, it's crazy because that was another news topic I wanted to talk about. Was we just had the Commodore Zero One like second Blu-ray collection got postponed to November. Like originally, it would have come out around this time because you know this is usually when you know. The, these episodes are airing but right. yeah that got pushed back so i think a lot of the blu-rays are going to get pushed back too surprisingly i didn't see we didn't see any news about like the Kira major blu-rays getting pushed back but yeah it's crazy can't even get our entertainment anymore <laughs> nope here's a uh, question about like movie releases and i mean this can get cut out if it's not appropriate to talk about here but i was wondering if because we recently we got announced that the Heisei Generations Forever movie is being streamed here on like through Shout Factory, and then it's going to be you know released later on in the month or in August. Like a month later, yeah. Yeah. August. Yeah. So I'm wondering if if it wasn't for the pandemic, would we have gotten a theatrical release? I fully believe that if they didn't consider that before the pandemic, that would have been a foolish move but i think this this whole situation kind of forced their hand to do it that way to make sure that they still had a wide audience right yeah yeah i'm i'm definitely curious to know about that too but hey that's some good news that we're getting hey say generations forever Forever, in the u.s and canada that's awesome there's something we deserve something good out of all this Oh, trust me, and I have more, you know, news stories to cover in our our little timeline that we're talking yeah, let, about here. Yeah, let's keep going so we yeah, can yeah, get to the yeah, good yeah. stuff. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about the good stuff. Um, So, another movie that was can- uh, postponed with no word on if it's coming back was Takashi Miike's Secret X Warrior Phantom Mirage movie. Um, It was supposed to come out on April 1st, but... It's just not going to happen. Anybody that purchased the tickets ahead of time can still use it whenever they decide the new release date. But uh, yeah, I like, uh, I think this is part of like his girls heroine series. And I like Mm -hmm. his stuff because it's nice to see a tokusatsu show, like a live action tokusatsu show for girls. So it's, he's poor girls. Have you seen any of it? I've watched a little bit of, I think it was like a few seasons ago. I think I watched okay. a little bit of the first like season that came out, if I oh, think uh, about Miracle it. Oh, Miracle Tunes? Yes, Miracle Tunes. I've seen a little bit of that, and it's totally like yeah. cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> I'm always up for cheese. Oh, it's good cheese. it totally is. Like... I would say like Sailor Moon, the tokusatsu Sailor Moon... I think it's similar to that, but even more like cheesy than the Sailor Moon Tokusatsu was. So it's ah. interesting. I mean, it's for little kids, so it's for little girls. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, another one that I was looking forward to, movie-wise, was the Common Rider Deno. Pretty Deno re- appears. Ah, 
So that was supposed to be originally scheduled to show at the Toei Manga Festival. It was going to be about um, a 10-year-old girl named Anna who's being pursued mm-hmm. by Shocker. And she finds herself on the Denliner and the Imagines and the Denliner crew have to help her out. Which is so funny. Her name is Anna. Like, <laughs> Anna, Anna, come on. Uh, a lot of thought was put into that name, yes. <laughs> I, I will say this. Like, when I first heard about what the plot was going to be for this one, I was thinking to myself, wait, why would Shocker just go after some random kid and now having caught up with watching original common writer over here uh through shout factory there's so many episodes where shocker goes after some random kid that i'm like oh that makes complete sense <laughs> yeah they're just being shocker yeah they're just being shocker there's no there hasn't been any like further descriptions on like why she's being it's like they're shrouding it in mystery she's like a mysterious mm-hmm. girl so this is interesting but luckily um, there is a new release date for August 14th. The Toei Manga Festival is supposed to happen then. And it should show there. However, they, Toei also specifically stated that they may postpone the event if the government requests or any unforeseen circumstances happening. So they're covering their bases just in case the second wave Come does on, happen. Get it together. I need more Naomi in my life. Right? You said August 14th, right? August 14th? August 14th. Yeah, yeah, that's open week. That's a holiday week. Yeah, I think that's why they wanted to do it then. However, like, there could be a spike because of that holiday week. Yeah, and they might we'll see what it. happens. Yeah, one month. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. definitely fingers yeah. crossed. Though some positive news is that the Ultraman Festival, which usually happens... Um, that's usually August. Yeah, they do. They usually did do that in August. They decided this year to just make it completely online instead of like an in-person mm. event. Um, they're that's smart. Very very smart. So the whole festival is going to be online. They call it Ultraman Festival Online, and it's going to take place from August first to August twenty-third. And there's tons of things that they're doing, you know, different live streams, different, um, a thing where fans can submit like their favorite memories from their favorite Ultraman show and they'll broadcast that. Like there's a lot of cool things that are happening. And I think that's a very innovative way to do this kind of event where there's still like a participation, but it's still very safe to have this you know, not have people there. So I found that to be very Subaraya interesting. Subaraya for you. Yeah, Subaraya is doing good. Um, in the U.S. in particular, Power Morphicon was postponed to June 2021. Um, yeah, they uh, delayed the event and decided to take it to June 18th to June 20th, 2021 at the Pasadena Convention Center in Pasadena, California. Um, They did say that anyone who currently had a, or did have a membership to the 2020 con, um, it was automatically uh, transferred over and new memberships to the convention will be made available later this year. So I'm glad they delayed it because... That con is packed. 
that mm. convention center is small. The Pasadena yeah. one. I mean, when yeah. I went to the one in Anaheim, even that was packed. And that was a huge convention center. So, yeah, it wouldn't be safe to be around move. so many people. Yeah, and it wouldn't be safe for the guests to travel either. You know, there's so right. much going on. Um, I wonder, it is weird that they put it in June, considering that yeah. they, there's their uh, conventions are usually in August. Yes. So I'm wondering, are they going to do both Power Morphicon and uh, Japan World Heroes in the same year, or are they going to push Japan World Heroes I'm not, you know, that's a really good question. I would think mm. because they're using the Pasadena Convention Center, it's like impossible to kind of bring those two cons together without just so many people in well, no, one no, no. area. I mean, I mean, like they do Power Morphicon in June and then they do Japan oh, Heroes in Okay, like, I thought you meant combining oh, like, no, the no, two no. cons. On <laughs> that's days. too much. Yeah, mm. that'd be too crazy. Um, yeah, they might do that. My concern with that is with them having moved the dates to late June, that's going to put it right up against uh, Anime Expo next year, oh. which is just like two weeks later. Yeah. And most people, if they have a choice, they'll pick AX over More something smaller. Yeah. Yes, because I, I think a lot of people would save up money just to buy, you know, you know, merchandise at these conventions. So it's just like if you have, mm-hmm. it, like, you know, Power Morphicon in June and japan world heroes in august i don't think that's enough time to like save up enough money again to buy all the yeah. merch and most likely those same vendors yeah. that are going to be at japan world heroes are going to be at power Morphicon. so it's like okay well yeah. i already got what i needed so and i mean let's talk about anime expo for a second like that con is crazy how are they going to be able to function as we're recording this, today would have been the first day of Anime Expo if things had been normal. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm. I should have been downtown right now <laughs> trying to get me a hot dog from one of those carts <laughs> while several different characters from Dr. Stone walk past me, <laughs> and I can't do that right now. <laughs> oh, I just gotta laugh about you saying Dr. Stone, because I love that anime, but it's true. It's true. It's crazy. Yeah, conventions in general are just... It's done. You, I, I wouldn't feel safe as a cosplayer or as a general convention goer to go to these at all. So I'm glad that, you know, they have postponed or canceled. They're just waiting till next year. Like, for instance, G-Fest, which is a really popular tokusatsu con, they've just canceled the 2020 event outright. Um so next year's con will be July 9th through the 11th, 2021. So That one I consider a good thing because at least then I have a chance to plan ahead to go to that one. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm hoping by then everything will be a little bit better because I've been... I want to go to G-Fest. I was actually planning on going to G-Fest this year. It just... Because I think what's interesting now is because of everything that's happened, uh, you know, we mentioned before with Subaraya doing so well with streaming and with making sure things are out there, since G-Fest is more geared towards Godzilla and Kaiju, there is a good pocket there of people. It's not much, uh, but there are people there who are fans of Ultraman. And now that that's had a chance to grow, I'm really interested to see how much bigger that will be next time. 
Like, mm. I definitely want to cosplay something from Ultraman next time I go. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll finally get my Gamora cosplay together. Oh, I've been wanting to do that for years. But yeah, G-Fest, I feel like they could have a lot of good opportunities if Subaraya keeps doing this global outreach. So it is like, mm -hmm. in light of how crappy it is to have to cancel your con, maybe it'll give yeah. them more time to make the 2021 con better. So that'll be yeah. interesting. Um, Ranger Stop and Pop. I forgot how that's Such a like, weird name. It is a, a little bit of a weird name. It the, makes total sense when he goes to the con, though, because it's not just Power Rangers. Yeah, that's definitely too. So Ranger Stop and Pop, the Atlanta convention that they do, they postponed it for March 5th through the 7th, 2021. It is nice. They decided um, the tickets that people bought ahead of time for the 2020 con they'll be completely honored for the mm -hmm. con next year and it seems like the sheraton atlanta hotel did prematurely cancel reservations but ranger stop said that people can re-reserve their rooms at a discounted rate of 119 so hopefully people who were planning on attending can get their rooms back ahead of time but i know yeah the hotel like the whole hotel situation is nuts in the u.s right now i don't even know if oh, i yeah. feel comfortable staying at a hotel right now yeah that and i remember because i went to the one last year and i think i found out after i went that there was like a there was some kind of outbreak at the hotel Ooh. i forget what it was though oh uh, yeah i remember hearing something about that and i was like oh crap but luckily, we were we all stayed in the, like the, the the con was at the basically at the basement of the con oh. <laughs> of the hotel. So very few of us actually went up to like the actual suites or whatever. Ah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, with these kind of conventions in the U.S., they are really tightly crowded. And I swear to God, every convention I've ever been to, I always get sick afterwards. Like even if it's just like yeah. a little bit of a cold. It's just the amount of people in one area, you know, mm -hmm. we're all pretty exposed to just all of that crud. I, I know we're not all in the same room, but like digital show of hands, who here has caught Con Plague before? Ugh. I know I oh, have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to attempt catching Con Plague now in the time of Corona. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if that's even, I mean, even next year is like, that's really pushing it, I think. I agree. I absolutely agree. But There's we'll other cons not tokusatsu related that are doing like early next year events and yeah. I just do not think that's a good idea. I don't foresee myself going to cons unless I can guarantee that you know I can be safe, you know, or feel safe. So mm -hmm. I hope that these cons once their, you know, next year's events start rolling around, they are proactive about their safety measures even if things have seemed to slow down i still fear about getting the con crud on a level that i've never had before so yeah yeah it's crazy um one last movie that got postponed was the godzilla versus kong movie um they postponed they had to postpone it a few times just for production like things. Like three times. Yeah. But due to corona, 
it's postponed to May 21st, 2021, which I'm like, oh, I need more Godzilla. And they've been doing pretty good in this last iteration of different Godzilla movies. So I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, I wanted to see who won. <laughs> I, I want to see the monkey fight the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, you know, it's, it's our monkey brains that want to see the monsters battle. <laughs> Let, Let them, them fight. fight. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> well, really what this means now is that they've got time to go into post and put masks on Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> that way they're fighting responsibly. Oh my god. They only fight it. with beams. <laughs> they have to stay 600 yeah, feet. Kong is only throwing things. Godzilla can only use long range beams. They're having to kaiju social distance. <laughs> Can you imagine? You must stay at least one Mothra away from each other. One oh, Mothra? Poor Mothra. With not length. Yeah, like wingspan. Wingspan. Mothra. Wingspan, yeah. <laughs> That's, oh my god, can you imagine? Yeah, what are like, what is entertainment after this going to be like? Are we going to have like post-production masks on everything? You know, this is nuts. Well, I think what's interesting is, uh, I guess to talk about that a little bit, we just, like Zero One just barely started up again this mm -hmm. past week. And I've seen a bunch of people online talking about how you can kind of already start to see the difference in like the actors maybe having to put on their own makeup or you can definitely start to see the spacing mm -hmm. in between characters and shots or how oh. quickly they get into the suits like it's already starting to affect things yeah so i i yeah that's interesting because on june 1st we uh toei and tv asahi did announce that zero one and kira major were resuming filming and superhero time was coming back and as of this recording it was last weekend that those shows came back and it right. is you're right josh there was a difference on how this was filmed you could tell that the even the actors like kind of stayed apart from each other as much as they could if the scene called for it i also noticed a lot less actors on screen or like people on screen especially background characters yeah. there was a lot less of them I'm going to have to catch up because I'm admittedly behind on both shows. If you've seen the episode, like at the very beginning of the episode, there's a bunch of people that are supposed to be in line for something. And you can very clearly see there's a big gap in between one group of people, uh, Fuwa, and then the next group of people huh. for seemingly no reason. But, you know, watching kind of the meta way, we know why there's a gap between people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I found that interesting. That scene looked like it was filmed outside of, like, the Toei Studio canteen. Like, I noticed more Toei lot shots and not yeah. anything else. Like, there was a couple shots where it was clearly on a location, but, like, a really secluded location. Like, the underground, like, pipes area. That's all I remember what it's called. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of filming on the lot. There was filming in... Not necessarily, like, the same sets that they usually do, but... Because right. those sets are really small when they go to film, and there's you don't have a lot of room to move around, so... Or even, uh, if you notice the episode before, uh, the 
I think it was what thirty five point five they called it. Mm-hmm. You they set it up in such a way that the the characters weren't in the same room at the same time if they could help it because everything was just the cameraman and whichever member of Mitsubo Jinrai they were interviewing. Yes, yes. So basically, the camera or like us as the viewer were acting as like some sort of middleman and like the space between whomever was getting talked to and Aizu. So it was very, I mean, it worked, but it was still like, there's a very clear difference. So yeah, I'm really curious to see how these shows are going to work out from now on, how Mm. it's going to get filmed. It's crazy but let's get to some good stuff okay let's talk about some good nice stuff so during all of this we really saw former tokusatsu alums heroes the companies themselves coming together to cheer up everybody because they understood that you know kids are going to be affected by these shows not airing and hearing you know the red ranger getting sick is like really hard for anybody to understand and it was really really nice like a lot of actors went online to show their support there was some cool stuff like the whole cast or almost the whole cast of Kamen Rider Gaim like did a really nice video all together like I that was so cool like that one blew my mind it was basically like Like, a past the lock seed video yeah, mm, very yeah. like almost TikTok style of like how those videos are on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But oh my god, like I was like, holy crap, it's the whole cast. It's Coda. It's everybody. It's Yoko, you know, like almost everybody was Yoko. there. Yoko. I know. <laughs> my girl, my girl was there. So yeah, they did it to make people smile. Um, the cast of Goanger did like a thing together just saying really nice messages we had a really interesting uh thing with the q rangers singing their opening theme oh my god can i just talk about that was so cute yeah Very that cute. was cute but ho soldiers or ho his, <laughs> his like shirtless flopping on the bed <laughs> what you knew what the fans wanted i mean Let's, you knew what was up. Yeah, let's be real. I wasn't complaining about that. I just... <laughs> he was so effing funny. Oh, my God. And it was nice to see almost everybody, like, singing the song together. Like, it, I know it was um, Stinger's actor primarily singing the song, but it was it was still cool. Like, even the suit actors were there, like, holding little toys of their characters and... Uh, that was so sweet. I like that. Hammy dressing up as one of those otaku with the glow sticks. Yes. <laughs> she was so cute. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, we also had a lot of nice messages from Super Sentai actors that specifically were saying, like, Ryo Komia, like, you can get better. Like, we're all counting on you. We're so. You know, we want you to feel better soon. And that I thought that was really nice, too, that they specifically were showing support for him and helping him get better. So right. that was nice. Um, it's, the, it's just the thing, like, the way they had to rally behind him 
it's the whole thing of, yeah, if it had been any other member of the cast member, I don't doubt for a second that they would have been just as supportive. But the fact that it was the Red Ranger, that's the mm-hmm. one that got sick. Like, everybody really had to gear up and be like, no, we got to send support for this guy. We can't we can't let down the leader, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think either way they would have rallied, but, you know, he's such a figurehead for the current season that... Right, right. And again, like... Oh, he is so young. Like, I forget how much, like, how young he is. It's nuts that he got sick like that. I mean, luckily, we reported on later that he did recover. Um, I believe he said he, you know, he didn't really get too sick, you know, how people were reporting how badly it was affecting them. Like, he was able to recover, but... Yeah, that was nuts. Um, some other cool things that um, both Toei and Subaraya did different things. So uh, Toei actually offered like web conference backgrounds for like Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. So of course they knew everybody's doing Zoom meetings, everybody's working from home. So it's really cool that they gave like these really high quality images of different sets of theirs over the years like the pool from Kamen Rider Force <laughs> no 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 wait that wasn't an official one somebody retained wait, wait, <laughs> and I was like I say, wait a minute I want to say that is not official <laughs> no sorry yeah, I got that confused <laughs> that's good though that's good yeah <laughs> No, but they they did other stuff like they did the the Fudo Detective Agency. They did the Den Liner. Um, they did the Kira Major base, uh, like a Shocker logo, which I don't think that's a good idea to put on the background of video chat. But yeah, sure. I was very tempted to use some of those uh, for my Zoom meetings at work, but one. They won't know what it is. Then I'd have to explain what the background is. I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. That's true. So I'll just, use, I'll just use an Avengers one instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wanted to do that too. and uh, But I had the same qualms. I'm like, I don't need, I don't want to explain this. I'm not using the shocker background. People will think very bad things. We should uh, do a tokusatsu zoom meeting. A Zoom call and then have everybody use it. Oh, we should. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> well, at least we know what Nicole's background's going to be. Oh, my God. The shocker base. No. <laughs> shocker base. Come, come around to Forza pool. Pool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my background. I'm going to come into our, our token at Zoom meeting be like, hey, guys, I'm at the pool. Yeah, yeah. It was in, like, episode uh, 30 um, one, one. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, actually, <laughs> if we're talking about Mio's pool, that was like episode three or four. Oh, yeah. So there was a pool. <laughs> it was the pool. <laughs> it's the pool trademarked. <laughs> Anyways, y'all can Google that if you want. <laughs> Wouldn't encourage it. Anyways, um, Subarayo was really cool during this time. So they did a couple things where they actually did like a stay at home with Ultraman thing on their YouTube channel where they that, did. That was another smart move. Yeah, they're still doing so, it. They're still yeah, doing Yeah, they're it. still doing it. So on a weekly basis, they released episodes of like older Ultraman shows. And it's like. Oh, that's awesome that they can get access, you know, they can give us access to that. It's not region locked or anything like that, if I remember correctly. So 
Yeah, for global viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not region locked. So you can go watch them. They're still on the channel. They're still releasing stay-at-home stuff. So it's really cool to get those older series. They also presented a 2020 version of the five Ultra Oaths. They updated these Ultra Oaths that they had set up um, after the 2011 earthquake and they updated them to say, number one, do your best to stay at home. Number two, gargle and rinse your mouth properly, which that one confuses me, but I know that's just like a whole thing in Japan. Um, <laughs> number three, keep washing your hands until you sing your favorite song to the end. Number four, get what exercise you can at home and move your body and Five, keep doing what you can and don't give up. So that's really nice. And number six, in brightest day, in blackest night. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. that's a different galactic defender. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. No, I, I can understand how the gargling's kind of confusing because Ultramen don't open their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Not, yeah, they don't open their mouths. They just say schwatch and all that stuff. It just comes out of nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, I get it. So it's not swatch, it's swish. 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 Because you're swishing it around in your mouth. No. I'm leaving uh, the call. I know, right? <laughs> Goodbye. This podcast is done. Bye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tony, do you have any, like, insights on why I th saw Japan in particular, like, during this pandemic was, like, be sure to gargle. Like, I saw that every time. Is there, is there a reason behind it? That's always been a thing here okay. especially where i work at just like ah, oh, yeah after you eat lunch just make sure you you know gargle and spit and everything i don't know why i think okay. it's just oh because um during winter the flu season so i guess that helps okay gargle yeah it was just like well i've never gargled so much in two years <laughs> being here than i have in my entire life like i've gargled so many times <laughs> I imagine it's not too dissimilar from the reason we're having to wear masks is that, you know, more likely than not, uh, being able to transfer the virus uh, through spit or saliva or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, if you're basically freshening up your mouth and killing what, whatever's in there, then you're increasing your chances that you'll be able to get through the day without uh, passing it were you to have it, I guess. Yeah, I but could see that. Proven, I just right? didn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know if, like, mouthwash would actually kill the virus. No. But whatever. I don't, think, I don't think they've actually done any research on that, but that's just my guess. I actually had a, a legit, a co-worker, like, oh, God. Like, because I wasn't gargling or anything. So, like, <laughs> as a present, she bought me mouthwash. I was just like, here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know how thank I feel. You? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, but okay. You know what? I'm I'm gonna take this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a backhanded compliment. You're not gargling, so here's mouthwash. And I'm like, okay. let me help you get clean. Yeah. You're not doing it right. How do they know? Like it, it it's halfway between. I'm concerned for your safety, but I also don't want to smell the onions on your breath. I think, yeah, I think it's like, I'm concerned for your safety, but you're disgusting. <laughs> like, I think that's the comment that they're trying to give to you, but in the like, most polite way. Both of those way. ideas can exist at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, Japanese politeness, they want to 
not offend you, but give you a, a good hint. Oh no, it was really good mouthwash too. I really in. <laughs> well, that's that's the important part. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sucks. It only lasted like a month, and then it was all gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, Tony. You're funny. Anyways, so Bandai did something actually pretty cool for the kids as well during this time. They offered um, stay-at-home hero certificates that they could print out, and like the kids could receive them from their parents it would it says um on the certificate it would say we hereby identify you as a stay-at-home hero please continue to help everybody around you as a hero with a heart of justice and kindness so you can print it out and it can have zero one care major the newest pretty cure season and it that's so nice like because kids during this time like just do not understand what's happening like my own little sisters like they're still too young to really understand the impact of this so i thought it was really cute they also did a campaign where uh some of the kids who entered in like talking about how they felt about the newest season or these new seasons of tokusatsu they could win some toys so some of the comments are really really funny like one of the comments that was sent in for zero one was Fua is my first love. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I'm so, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Just so cute. Another one was, I love zero one and look forward to it every week. I say, Aruto Janaito with Aruto Kun and Ua with Vulcan when he opens the progress key. Uh, I love Aww. when Humagear gut busting Taro says gut power. The dream, oh, I know, right? The dream of his son's future is to become a person who makes others laugh. Thanks to Zero One, I have achieved wonderful goals and I am growing more every day. Oh, my that's heart. that's refreshing to hear yeah yeah oh my god there's so many just lovely comments like another one was uh, in regards to kira major i am a girl but i love sentai and imitating transformations while screaming with my body moving around like crazy i also love the ending dance and i uh Invite my mom saying, Mama, let's dance together. And we dance together. That's so cute. <laughs> That's, so cute. Oh, That's so heartwarming. I know. I know. It like makes me want to cry. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Some of these comments are just so cute. So ugh. it's so nice that kids enjoy these shows as much as they do. And during, you know, such a difficult time, they were still able to enjoy something related to these shows that they know and love but yeah so there's definitely been a lot of positives that have come out of this things are starting to get to some sense of normalcy quote-unquote uh one honorary mention is the common rider store happened it finally opened as of july 1st the common rider store is located in 
the basement of Tokyo, Tokyo Station, Station. Right? Yeah, Tokyo. it was the, the character street in Tokyo Station. Oh, uh, Tony, have you been there yet? Nope, but I want to. Oh. We're trying to get because right now it's you have to, it's reservations only, and what me and a couple, uh. of, yeah, because what me and a couple of friends are trying to do is that. Uh, you can only get one ticket online, and it's obviously, at this point, as of actually this morning, it's totally lottery now. And two, you only have 30 oh. minutes. You only have 30 minutes to be in there, so you gotta look, uh-huh. grab what you need. I need more than 30 minutes. I'm not even there, and I need more than 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, the store just ran out of stock of the of the Panda Progress key, so I'm hoping they restock that, like, ASAP. Because I want to go there, take pictures, and, like, buy phone cases and towels and handkerchiefs and all, mm-hmm. all that good stuff so i'm trying i'm trying to but like yeah it's, it's not easy everyone's trying to yeah i think everybody is it is good that they're taking the precautions though i i understand why they're doing like a lottery system and having people reserve time and time limits it's just you gotta be safe, you know, but that is exciting. There's a, you know, kind of like a flagship common Rider store now because Ultraman has had that in um, Skytree, Osaka's Skytree for a while now too. So it's good to have like a common Rider flagship store. And it is cool that they have like this really nice logo that is now going to be used for domestic and like foreign usage. It's like in English or Romanji, common rider with like a cool little iconography. So I do question the location though, because I I would have put it like in a mall somewhere in Tokyo rather than the basement of Tokyo Station. But then again, I have never been to the basement of I didn't even know there was oh. a basement area of Tokyo Station. So and it's Tokyo Station is actually not the easiest place to get to. Funny enough. Yeah, so I've been to, like, the basement areas of Tokyo Uh Station, and you would be surprised, like, it acts like a mall down there. Really? Like, you know how, yeah, you know how, like, the basement of department stores... Oh, it's an underground mall? Is it an underground mall? Yes, it's exactly, like, the basement of those department stores in, like, Ginza and stuff Uh, like that. Oh, okay, Okay. It acts like that. Like, yes, a good portion of it is dedicated to, like, different restaurants and stuff, but... Like, I know the Kit Kat store is in the basement of Tokyo Station, mm-hmm. and it's, like, nuts. Did you say a Kit Kat store? There's nuts in the Kit Kat? Well, yes and yes. There's a Kit Kat store, and I'm <laughs> sure they make nut products in the Kit, in the Kit Kats. Yeah, there's a Kit Kat. Like, it's... I wouldn't say it's, like, a store, but it's, like... Last time I was there, it was just, like, a place you can buy, like, the really cool new flavors of Kit Kats that are in Japan and I remember like buying like three boxes of them so well that's another reason to go to Japan get the Kit Kats man they're better they're, they're better good. man they're good Kit Kats here are good yeah so Tony try to get a reservation have a little fun in Tokyo Station like the basement area there's a lot of good there's like really good restaurants in like that station in particular there's a really mm-hmm. good scheme and ramen place that yeah. i went to on my last trip so but you know me i'm always late to the game <laughs> i mean you are north of tokyo yeah but again i've been coming here for like six years like every year <laughs> for like six years and i'm still like nah. yeah good point that's a good transition <laughs> 
because why don't we start talking about like what the pandemic was like for us all real quick so like tony if you want to Oh god, how do you recap the timeline that the pandemic has had in Japan and its effects? What do, what do you think of everything? Oh, god, that's that, that's that's a lot. In 500 words or less. <laughs> yeah, right. Go. Coronavirus bad, mask good. <laughs> Abe mask bad. Yeah. Uh yeah, oh my god, the Abe mask. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh god. And you know, I, so for our viewers who don't know, uh the uh, uh, the Abe administration decided to send, was it two masks per household, and when I mean mm-hmm. two masks, they it literally was just two masks, and it was not very big. It was quite small. It's not gonna cover the entire mouth. Uh, yeah, from the beginning, what was it? I mean, a lot of the time it was just you know because Japan hadn't decided to postpone the Olympics until the Olympics said like no, postpone it, and then. <laughs> Yeah, Canada had to go in there and be like, we're not going to show up if you don't postpone it, you know? Yes. Thank you, Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And then once, like, not even 24 hours of the announcement of them postponing the Olympics, we just got people in Tokyo just... I mean, the first one that was hit was Hokkaido. They were definitely... They got hit hard. And then yeah. really it was Hokkaido, Osaka, and then Tokyo. And then obviously after all that happened, you know, they had to... Close the pachinkos, close the karaoke, the karaokes, the bars, everything has reduced hours, you know. I think even now I'm still seeing the effects, at least in my area, is that people are still doing, the, the restaurants are sort of, um, they're not getting a lot of business because everyone, and when they do, it's just only takeout. So I, I still yeah. think restaurants are still getting hit because people are just doing takeout, they're not staying, you know. And then uh, karaoke's, you know, they have the plastic over the microphones now, like, they don't want you touching oh, it. Interesting. Uh, people are still, thankfully, wearing masks, but I am also wearing a mask all the time. Yes, I'll, I'll go with that. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I did see like a lot of the Japanese fashion brands that I follow. Like all of their physical stores closed for a while in Tokyo and other. Mm-hmm locations and a lot of them that used to ship international now do not anymore like i don't know when that's going to come back i did see a lot of like the japanese post office suspended shipping for a lot of countries like ems in particular Uh, i think surface mail is still like shipping to the u.s but like as of right now from what i've seen you can't like have the Japanese post office ship you out something to the U.S. I think it's still suspended. Yeah, I think it is also. Um, I know, like, I had to buy something from the U.S. It was an iPhone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, thankfully, like, I got it. But yeah, as far as me, because like, I my sister's birthday is on. Tuesday and I haven't been able to buy her anything so I'm just gonna send her I'm just gonna like Venmo her some money yeah that's a good idea I have noticed that um I think DHL suspended for a while and like FedEx international priority was like the only thing that actually sent to the U.S. I think DHL is back but it's like oh I have so many things I want to buy but I can't like physically buy them because I can't get it shipped and it's so frustrating. At the height of this, I was like waiting for a haul of clothes 
that I ordered like early March and it took until June for it to come in. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. And this was with EMS. Usually EMS comes in within a week. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm just never going to see these clothes. And then they finally appeared in June. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. How is Japan right now, though? How do you think things are right now? Outside of, you know, they're still wearing masks and it seems like restaurants are still well, kind of hunkering down. Uh, it's back in Tokyo. It's uh, cases past two days has been over 100 cases. Oh, my God. In Tokyo, and that's usually a signal like, oh, okay. So because I was originally going to go to Hokkaido for my summer vacation plans for just like four days. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like get away from everything. Just kind of like cut everything off technology and everything me and the girlfriend um but i think it's gonna <laughs> yeah but i think uh we're just probably going to have to stay home again and yeah i mean i don't think i think once they took the state of emergency away it's just i, I don't know it just seems like maybe that was just too soon they really yeah. wanted I, they really wanted the <clears throat> they really wanted the kids to go back to school yeah they they really yeah. want the kids to go back to school and i i was one of the people that i don't know if, you, if the viewers listening right now can tell but i was after i say this um i really wanted the school to to reset in september personally mm -hmm. i just because like it was already yeah because because of this now um every other week until the end of this year they are holding schools on saturdays for half a day in my area oh my god <laughs> Yeah, just for them but to catch up. like makeup days. Yeah, to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I am now, um, at least because usually I usually have a break like at the end of July, and I usually don't work in August. But I'm now teaching until the end of July, and I've got like I'm I'm starting like a week early at the end of August, and I usually start in September. But now they want me there a week earlier, so I'm like, okay, cool. I guess that's more money for me, I guess. But then on the one hand, it's like, yeah, okay. that's a benefit. Yeah, and now it's just like now my company has to pay me the money. It's like this kind of just you should just I, even if it meant me like getting like you know sixty percent of my pay, I would have preferred they reset in September. Though that's that's my opinion, though. So yeah, that's a good point. I heard other English teachers that I know talking about that too. Is that they really reopen too soon for the students, and they are worried about like the students' well-being as well. So yeah, it was just weird because I even even during the whole when they were when they weren't at school, they were because you know this kind of jumped on. Oh my God, so many parents were upset about that whole announcement of. <laughs> of Abe being like, "Hey, can you uh, can we just end the school year right now?" At the end of February, <laughs> like literally February twenty was it twenty seventh? He announced it, and then I was literally like on my phone, like, "Yo, did I just lose my job for the next month?" Like, "Hey, yeah, right." <laughs> oh my so, god! And, and so because of that, because it was so sudden that we still had kids in the schools in the after school, pro, uh, the after school clubs. But instead of being there after school, they were there all day. So just at, at, in the back of the school, they were wow. just there. So I just kept thinking, like, what's what's the point if you're not, you, you can't just like go eighty percent and <laughs> and just have like some kids? Yeah. You, you got to go all the way here, man. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that came on too sudden. I I felt like I remember Abe talking about how they were considering it 
But then one day it was just like, yep, everything's closed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they've also given out a uh, hundred thousand yen uh, stimulus payments to everyone in Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. And that that comes out to around like I don't know, a little over nine hundred dollars USD. So, yeah. But instead of like, at least in the US, you did the, through taxes, right? If you did your taxes, you filed your taxes, and they, yeah. they had your info. But here's a bit different. It's because they wanted you, you could do it online, but you needed a certain card to do it. And not everyone had that card. <laughs> and it was it was very frustrating. Very frustrating. Uh, people say like, oh, how technolo- technolo- technological advanced Japan is. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> they, it they, is. They, it definitely is. It's a lie. No. Yeah. Oh and so gosh. I had to wait for my my area and my municipal uh area to send me uh a paper application where i filled it out and even then it was kind of like okay this is a little confusing hopefully this works sent it in (laughs) and then i got my i got the money a week later and so that's helped because i just got my residence tax and it's not oh yeah you gotta pay for that Hmm. yeah so yeah so there has been some assistance you know money assistance the two masks. So, <laughs> yeah, the Abe masks, the yeah. Abe stimulus, I guess. Yeah, and then, of know. course, the USA, you've got the stimulus checks, you know, 1,200 stimulus checks. I've heard there might be yeah. doing a second round. Is that true? Um, I there's So there's a bill in, in the House that would have a round two, but uh, I'm trying not to get political, but it's not. It's it's very unlikely to pass in the Senate. At present, the answer is no. Yeah, at present, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. To be honest, okay. and we had our own issues, like the IRS website and everything for the to receive your stimulus money to make sure that your direct deposit info was up to date. Because mine wasn't up to date from my last taxes because I had to change my bank mm-hmm. um, recently. So. It took so long for that website to actually work. Oh my god. Like, I would check it almost every day since it first came out, and it would say, like, we cannot process your request at this time. Every day. For, like, at least a week. I did. I find, you know, once I finally was able to get through to the website, I did. But I also know that a lot of... A lot of the older generation, a lot of older people in my family had a harder time because, mm-hmm. you know, technology is technology, and it took a very long time for the paper checks to come out. We have a mutual friend who still hasn't received his stimulus check. Oh. God, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine right now being a U.S. citizen in another country trying to receive the, the check, especially if it's a paper check. Oh, my God. Actually, I've had two friends, actually receive paper checks all the way from the usa and they got mailed to their japanese address because they did their taxes last year oh yeah, wow yeah the timing of it because they still worked in the u.s but they came but they came to japan at a certain time so they still had to do the usa taxes so they got mailed got their it. stimulus checks they mailed it all the way here to japan i was like whoa yeah so well at least that's good um but what have you guys been doing as you know, this pandemic has hit. I know I kind of took a break from tokusatsu. Besides keeping up with the new Garo season, I was like, nah, I'm just going to mindlessly watch other 
shows. Like, I watched a lot of, like, the new seasons of The Circle on Netflix. Me and our podcast editor, Dan, are obsessed with that show, so... I was mostly oh, like, oh my we god, damn. talk about that. Oh, really? Okay, good. I need to I need to talk about the circle. Is that that reality show where they're all it's, it's like it's like through social media type yep. thing? Yes. It's the Emma okay. Watson movie? I heard of, I've heard about it. T- talk to me after the podcast is over about that. No, it's not the Emma <laughs> Watson movie. It's like a they do their own like reality show through Netflix and it's all like them competing to win money by trying to be the most liked person yeah the most liked person in this like social media environment that they've created so it's not like actual social media but it's still like kind of social media it's actually the perfect show for a uh for a lockdown because they are all social distance you don't actually meet any of the other contestants the only way you interact is with hosts uh, that you see on a, a screen in your living room. And mm-hmm. then every week, everybody between the interactions with everyone has to vote off who they think uh, is the most fake person. And there are some people on the show who are pretending to be someone other than what they say they are. Oh, I think my girlfriend's watching that show. Yeah, it's a really like it's I never thought I would like something like that, but it's so addicting to watch oh my god it's fascinating yeah so i watched that and i just like i didn't really binge anything else i just was like randomly watching things but man rona got me rona just got me not with literally the, not really but like i didn't have any oh okay any, i was no i would have told you guys uh no it's just more like I had other things to worry about, and it felt so mm. difficult to yeah. get myself no, to real. watch anything. I did, you know, I played a lot of Animal Crossing. Now I'm terribly burnt out from it, but oh, Animal Crossing <laughs> was my savior during all mm-hmm. of this, so mm-hmm. that's nice. How about you guys? What have you guys been doing? I marathoned Time Ranger, so because I've only seen the second half when I saw it as a kid. And so yeah. I finally watched all of it, really enjoyed it. And then uh, obviously Animal Crossing, doing video chats with friends, voice chats, all that. And mm-hmm. I'm currently, I'm giving, I don't know, I don't know. I'm giving, even though they're starting to air again, Kira Major and Zero One, I'm just going to take that, I'm going to put that to the side for a bit because I'm really, really enjoying The West Wing because I'm on the third season right now. Mm. And I like cried last oh, yeah. night watching the most recent episode. So it's really Ooh. good. It's on Netflix. If anyone wants, you know, you know, going back, piggyback onto the politics conversation, it's a really good show. So yeah, that's me. What working government looks like. Mm-hmm. What it should look like. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll keep it to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I binged a lot <laughs> over the, these past. I mean, that's I'm what work- you do. Yeah, because I'm working from home, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just put my iPad next to my computer and just watch stuff passively while i work so i've watched i've rewatched psych i watched parks and rec i watched seinfeld all the way through now i'm watching i'm rewatching scrubs oh man. Uh, which is great Not keeping it to the good comedies yeah it's just stuff that's like kind of light because like, i mean i mean you, you you get inundated with news wherever you go so i'm just like you know what i just need to my mind just needs to be somewhere else so mm-hmm. those kind of shows are kind of like you know i can have a laugh, have a chuckle, or whatever. But uh, as far as Tokusatsu goes, I think ever since the pandemic hit and ever since you know production stopped, 
I was keeping up with it, but ever since they went on hiatus, I don't really have any interest to watch, uh, to mm-hmm. go back to it right now. So I'm letting, like like Tony, I'm letting it kind of uh, pile up for like maybe a few more weeks or whatever. Yeah, letting it back build. Yeah, um, I've been I've been sort of steadily watching other shows like uh, the original Ultraman. I've been watching oh. that. I've been watching Just Beyond, which is great. Um, and randomly, like recently, like the past like week, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna uh, watch uh, Dogenjers, which is oh, great. Oh, nice! <laughs> and randomly, I was like, I'm gonna rewatch Geki Ranger, just because, <gasps> like, oh my god, I've only I've only You're seen like the it third once. person I've heard that's been doing that right uh, during Corona is rewatching Geki Ranger. Yeah, because I was like, um, I don't know, I, 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 it's one of my favorite Sentai's, but I've only seen it once. When it aired, yeah. so I'm like, I need to, I need to get back into it. So I've been watching it slowly, um, and I just, I just, I love that show. It's just yeah. so good. It's so good. It's so good. Wow, I've been dying to do the same thing. Like I keep thinking, like, man, I should really just like let it go in the background on my computer while I'm at work because I'm also working from home. But I'm also like, I get calls and have to go to meetings all the time on Zoom. So I'm like, oh. I can't watch Tokusatsu all that work. Because I, I, I want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I do that, I'll just be watching it for like an hour. And just be like, oh, shoot, I got to do stuff. So <laughs> I can't do that. Well, hey, Yaz. You, you know Psy- Psych, right? Psych? The guy who plays Gus? Yeah. He's, he's, he's in the West Wing. Oh. I heard about that. Yeah, I saw that in the interview that said that he was... Yeah, that was one of his first big sh- yeah. shows, right? Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I would, but I'm so frustrated at the government in general. I, <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch <laughs> no, the no, show. But, but yeah, just letting you know, he's in the show. So I was like, oh my god. I've always wanted to check it out. I just never got around to doing it. Be prepared, because uh, it's, one day it's, a, it's a journey so far. Yeah. It's a good show. <laughs> um, Gaming-wise, I... Th- I was very jealous that everybody was playing Animal Crossing uh, because I don't have a Switch. So I was like, you know what? I have it on the 3DS. I'm going to play that. So I got really into that for a while. But like everybody else, I got burned out after like two and a half months. So I haven't played that in a while. Now I'm playing The Last of Us 2 and I'm emotionally wrecked so far. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. That tracks. tracks. Yeah, right. Isn't it nice to have a good cry over a video game, a show, or whatever during this time? I've had those moments watching stuff where I'm like, I'm not just crying about this show now. I'm just crying, you know? I'm letting everything out through this show, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, especially Scrubs. Oh my god, there's some incredibly intense emotional oh, yeah. moments i'm kind of well. afraid to get to watch those again the one that always gets me is the what was it with brendan fraser the, yeah the, yes the that, that's exactly the one i was gonna yeah, bring up that one gets me every single time even just a clip of it i'm just like nope i'm done i'm nope i'm crying i can't i know i can't even i can't even just the very the very end of the episode when jd's like uh, Dr. Cox, where do you think you are now? And then it all comes that out. Like, ah. Oh. The Laverne episode got me too. I feel it in the pit of my stomach. <laughs> I know, right? I know, I know. I'm going to start oh. crying now just thinking about those episodes. Oh my gosh. That's a good show. Josh, what are you watching? 
Yeah. How about you, Josh? Uh, so, um, gaming-wise, uh, I've been playing through the Yakuza series. I just finished Yakuza Kiwami 2, and that had some really good action, but at the same time, some parts, uh, that harkened back to stuff in the, the prequel game Yakuza 0 that just really wrecked me. Mm. Uh, but I, I, I love it so much. We're getting ready to start Yakuza 3 soon here. Uh, I started playing, uh, was it Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? But then I got up to a boss fight. I, it's a fun game, and I really like the mechanics of it and how it handles, you know, with the lightsaber combat. That having been said, I got up to a point where there's a boss I just can't beat, and I haven't picked it up since. Which one? And I'm is it? almost. Uh, it's. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, we can talk about it later. It's uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It's it's this one former Jedi that you're having to fight so you can get off this planet. And he's just an inquisitor, right? Wailing on you, huh? An inquisitor? No, not an inquisitor. I mean, there are inquisitors in the game, but this isn't an inquisitor fight. This oh, is another okay. Jedi. Oh, okay. Oh, like a, okay. Yeah, and it's just—it's so ridiculously hard. I'm like, screw this. Let me go back to Yakuza. I think I got stuck before where you're at. <laughs> yeah. And then Tokusatsu-wise, I've been watching through uh, original Common Rider, and that's been a joy to watch every night when I come home from work and having to deal with people who don't know how to friggin' social distance. But mm -hmm. it, it's a relief to watch, oh good, justice is being served, and yeah, you're kicking somebody. I'm almost to the part where Hongo comes back full-time. Full so it's been really nice getting to know uh, Ichimonji and watching him grow as a writer, and just seeing how mm. actually funny the, the show is with uh, the way some things are and how people get trapped or how they keep breaking into shocker bases and things like that. <laughs> and then the other thing, uh, I know it's... You might have thought I already saw it, but I hadn't. I'm finally getting around to watching Orb. Oh, <gasps> good. Dude. And I'm wondering why I took so long to watch it. It's amazing. It's uh, my favorite so Tokushu in the past decade. Your Tokushu? Tokushu. Tokushu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tokusat shoes. Tokusat shoes. Oh god. Tokusat, yeah. No, it's oh, great. Oh man, I would I would totally rock some Ultraman kicks. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. You know what? There probably are some here in Japan, but they don't have my size. Yeah. Kid size. Ah, uh, that's always know? what happens. Yeah. But no, this like guy is so like spaghetti western <laughs> like walk in here and you know, silent protagonist is like, oh, why is he so cool? Like, it's so funny. Do, do you remember the first line he says in the show? He says, like, Kazagakure. Like, the wind's coming. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Very much, there's like some episodes where he's totally, like, channeling Zubat. Like, he's there in the hat and, like, oh, yeah. I'm the best guy around. I, I love it. Yeah, he's cool. But he's also, like, Spaghetti Western Kermit the Frog. With his voice sometimes. I know, right? We, Kermit has been watching, and we say that at the preview for each episode. Like, yep. why does he sound like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> I love okay, him, Okay, so though. it's not just me. I thought it was going nuts. Oh, no. Yeah, we... <laughs> That's been a joke for a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, that's such... Those are some good shows to watch. Oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna dedicate myself to rewatching Geki Ranger because that'll just make me smile. I need John yeah. to We need to we need to start better. talking about Geki Ranger you and I whenever you start. 
Because I'm still very early on. I'm like in episode two, so. Okay. Okay. So they just barely started doing the roll call. I used to be able to do the whole roll call, each person with their movements. I have the back. I've had the background music um, stuck in my head since 2007. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, for a while there, the ep- the episode where uh, Retsu trains with Bat Lee, that that trant that mm-hmm. dance music that he's doing with the fan, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. my ringer for the longest time. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that they changed the the roll call like moves. Like the 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 roll call in like episode one is different from the yeah last episode. I remember that yeah what I guess they simplified it simplified it or something like that by the time they get to go showing up they've already solidified how it's going to go so by that point that's the roll call that I learned oh. okay yeah because that's the one I, I I used to look at the one in the last episode and the one in the team up movie with Bokinger because I just love that roll call like. Was it like eleven people or whatever? See that that was the thing. Like the the roll call in the Bokinger com- uh, commercial, one, <laughs> I think. I mean, they're all toy commercials. They're all commercials but, uh, yeah. The one in the Bokinger crossover is the accurate one, but then when they do it in the Goonger one, it's like whoever was suit acting didn't know what the roll call moves were, so they just did something completely different. Well, I guess he would. Uh, I guess they would all be the suit actors for the it's for the Goongers. Right? Yeah. 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 But it's like, it's kind of that thing of, like, you know, you have footage to go back to. Like, I remember when they were filming for, like, All Riders versus Dice Shocker, uh, they were showing the guy who was in the RX suit, this is how you're supposed to do, you know, I'm the child of the sun, Kamen Rider Black, RX! Like, this is how you do the movie. Yeah. Like, they had an iPad there so the guy could learn it. So mm-hmm. it's always weird to me when they don't do the movement the same. When it's like, you're the company, yeah. you have the footage right there, just just look at it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, suit actors. I mean, some of them. It's just it's just a movement thing. Like some people just can't do the same moves the same way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, that's true. Not every, not every Kuga suit actor gets their arm placement the same. Yeah, and especially when you're talking about Genki Ranger, which is probably one of the most complicated roll calls. Like oh god, yeah. Like alongside like that, it's like yeah. that one and like Die Ranger, like the the most complicated ones because it's based off of like martial arts so yeah being able to put like to get that down especially if that's not your season it's got to be really tough okay yeah. yeah i can vouch for that being uh chameleon green in that suit in power morphicon oh my god like Ooh. i spent weeks trying to know like how to do her pose correctly but and you I got was, it down though i disagree sir because i was not <laughs> flexible enough it that looked good in photography yeah it hurt my legs and it hurt my back in particular just because like at the end of like her roll call she like crouches or like leans down in like a low lunge basically yeah, yeah. oh it was horrible to hold that pose this is why you do go kaiju or go busters because those are the laziest ones ever. <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right i'll remember that next time i get a suit as I'll opposed do that. to doing the whole uh oh god can he still do it hang on uh <clears throat> That's good. That was good. That was good. That was really good. Oh, that's really good. That was incredible, man. I'm so okay. Yeah, I, I used to do all the whole roll call, and I forget one or two of them now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I used to be able to fit in that Retsu jacket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, man.
Well, no, it, it, it's fine now because uh, Retsu was my favorite character when I was watching it. And now, upon like years of going back over it, I, I lean more towards Go being my favorite Geki Ranger. So if I ever yeah, cosplay from it again, I would be Geki Violet. I always like I lost my mind when Go, when Geki Violet first appeared. I was like, Yeah, Muay Thai! Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then gosh. he had the, the 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 ring, and then he did the whole like it was like a Smash Brothers like cutscene or something. That was crazy. Shibikoreshoujo,我が要つくす. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> All right, this is now the Corona slash Geki Ranger podcast. Geki Ranger. <laughs> yes, so if you need, if anybody needs something, wear to a mask. Don't catch yeah. Corona. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so now you just stretch it. You, you're, you're pushing the button, man. You're pushing That's the limit a little so bit. So funny. Oh my God. <laughs> So yes, watch Geki Ranger if you need to do something during the <laughs> pandemic and, you know, this second wave and second wave of lockdowns happening in a lot of states. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kung Fu. Watch yeah. Geki Ranger. Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung Fu, that's all Oh got. no, God. <laughs> but yeah, I guess what we can talk about next and as we're wrapping up, um, what we think the future of tokusatsu might be so we know that um once toei announced that they would be resuming filming um there was a lot of safety precautions put into uh like filming and making sure everyone would be able to safely execute the scenes that they were in um so for instance shooting times are now going to be shorter Production meetings are going to be conducted exclusively via web conference. Staff members have to keep a distance of at least two meters on set, with the exception of when the cameras are rolling. Scenes involving extras and crowd shots are limited to 20 people. When involving wire stunts, each suit actor will have no more than two assistants with them, which... <sighs> that one kind of worries me. Yeah. It's like, before, was it unnecessary for them to have so many assistants that they were okay with, like, reducing the amount of assistants? Or are we really risking, you know, the safety of the suit actors? I would hope kind not. Of stuff? I hope not either. I did notice in, like, Zero One that a lot of, like, the really kind of crazier stunts seem to be in more like cg if i remember correctly in the latest episode or like it looked like it was more it wasn't like actually done so i'm see i'm starting to see the effects of that which is interesting because i'd rather the suit actors stay as safe as they can if they're oh, yeah, going absolutely. to do the wire stunts but yes yeah tony i know you have a very interesting story about being an extra for Kira uh, yes. this time. Yes, so me and a few friends who had actually, uh, we had signed up to be in another episode of Kira Manger because um, we were also in, was it episode three? We were just running, but we had signed up to do another one. Uh, this is back at the end of March. And I think this is, so we signed up for it and um, the, film, the day of filming was March 27th. So... If you know anything about Komiya Rio, is that the 27th? Yeah. So I had planned on leaving about two days earlier. So like on a Wednesday. And I was on the train. 
And I think the day before, uh, Tokyo had, I guess, announced a state of emergency or they're about to. I remember they, they had asked people just to be like, hey, just please be careful. And all we really were going to do was like, we're just going to watch. I think it actually ended up being in episode 11 of Kira Major. Did anybody watch that? Not the not last week's episode, but the week before. It was like, it was about yellow, Kira Major Yellow. And there was a, there was a scene where he's like playing games yeah, with yeah. a guy in a room or something like that. It was like 11. the gaming match or At something. The, the, yeah. The gaming so, arena. Yeah. So me and my friends were going to be in that episode that was the one but um so basically on the, on my way down to tokyo two days before filming was going to happen um we end up getting the message saying like hey we're going to cancel it um we're just going to go with a small crew instead so i'm like okay cool got off the train went back home and then of course two three days later we found out what happened to to rio and it was just like oh Okay, because I, I actually wouldn't have known if like he was going to be on set that day. All we got was that okay, it's going to be Kira Mayello, and he's going to be it's going to be a, a match, and you're just going to be cheering him on, and that's it. Yeah, because not all of the cast is on set for certain scenes, you know, especially something like that. So wouldn't have known that he would have been on set. But yeah, they made the smart move canceling that because you yeah you don't know what kind of contact you would have gotten even if rio wasn't there himself so yeah that's just that's interesting i'll just say like as much as we talked about zero one for a little bit with the distancing and how things are being shot different i only have one question based off last week's kira major like was that scene with keith and you guys might know what i'm talking about if you saw last week's episode was that scene between Kitame Pink and Kitame Silver filmed before or after the lockdown? I am like praying that it was filmed before because it's in such poor taste if it was filmed after and I'd feel horrible for that actress if that's true. I was so creeped out by Kirame Silver in that episode. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Really? I haven't, oh. I haven't seen it so I don't know anything about Silver. I'm probably making a big deal in a way that people probably aren't going to make a big deal in general, but I, oh, basically Kirame Silver's pulling a Kanalo, mm. you know? Yeah, but being oh, more successful than Kanalo. Yeah, I, a little bit more successful. I'd want to say that was before. <sighs> God, I hope so. I hope, I hope they filmed so. that before everything, you know? Basically, with Zero One, we can tell when they ran out of footage, because that's when they had to start airing those compilation episodes. And then they filmed yeah. a little bit to do that .5 episode, and now with this last week's episode, that's everything they actually got back to filming. But with Kira Major, we don't know how far ahead of time they filmed anything with Kira uh, Silver. Got you. Specifically in reference to the end of the episode. <laughs> Now I gotta catch up. So yeah, go, ca- go at least if you're gonna go catch up, go watch the newest episode, so you could be eked out like I am. But uh, anyways, that, yeah, that sounds disappointing. A little bit, yeah. But anyways, yeah. um, I don't so want to go that. too much into it. Yes, yes. Um, I do find it interesting to know, like, in the future, what these episodes are gonna be like. Like we saw with Kamen Rider Zero One for episode thirty six. I mean. There, like we talked about, it was clearly filmed very differently 
there weren't a lot of background people, like all the stuff mm-hmm. we talked about in the beginning. I feel like that's just going to continue. It makes me wonder what the new common Rider, common Rider Saber, is going to be like too. Because like that's how definitely going to affect the like press conference we normally get, right? Oh, I'm, yeah, I guarantee it. I mean, oh, if, if Ultraman Z is any indication, indication, yeah, yeah you're right. Ultraman Z got like a cast presentation, but like through they were on set of right, the, right. But they all like sort of socially distanced, and they all had their own camera mm-hmm. that they were talking to, and it was all broadcast like through YouTube, I, I believe. Yeah, which was nice because we got access to it internationally, which was really cool. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. I can see Toei doing maybe something similar. They may still do a stage thing, but just broadcast it. Yeah. Not have any, not have an audience or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, not have any press in the the room. I think that would be the smarter idea. Yeah, which brings up Ultraman Z because that started airing about. I think episode three aired today. Today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we were recording it, episode three aired. Um, I don't know if we have any confirmation of how much it was actually filmed. I want to say I heard that they actually got most of it out of the way before any of this, any of the lockdown happened, so they're safe. Okay. I mean, after today's episode, it had to have been filmed beforehand with all the sneezing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's in poor taste, if it was. Um, but yeah, I I think we heard a lot of rumors that they had most of that filmed, if not all of it. So mm-hmm. I hope that's the case, you know, because I yeah. don't... Just like Garo, like Garo versus Road, that was all filmed before everything happened. Yeah, so that was good timing, I suppose. So I hope the same for Ultraman Z, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how the new Kamen Rider is going to be affected by this. Like, I feel like it'd be nice as a positive way to, like, deal with this all if we kind of had, like, a repeat of Kamen Rider 4's A, you know, just kind of having, like, a really nice cheery theme. Nothing, like, too serious, you know? Oh, I didn't even think about that. This All this happening will totally affect the way the next uh, Rider and Sentai are played out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could really use, like, personally, I know I'm not a kid, but I could really use, like, a really cheery common writer that doesn't have, yeah. like, their storylines centered around, like, an evil corporation or evil government or evil When was this. the last time we had a lighthearted writer series? It wasn't Forza, was it? X-Aid. Well, that's still what? evil corporation. Uh, that wasn't really lighthearted. Like saying Gaim was a <laughs> Gaim is lighthearted, you know. Um, I also wonder, like, yeah, it could be a very lighthearted show, but I also wonder if that's gonna change the premise that they had going for it. Like, mm-hmm. would they make it more of a solitary writer thing where you know there's a built in reason why there isn't that many people on screen? Oh. I think this year, Saber, I think it'd be a good decision maybe not to have multiple writers this year. Yeah, or just cut it down to primary and secondary. Well, you know, you can make it more uh, show-esque. Like, I remember back in Kamen Rider Black, he there weren't any grunts, really. You know, you could just fight one guy a week. That way you don't have to worry about having extra people on set. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, even the grunts aren't always a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's only in a few seasons that we've had that. No multiple, not not a lot of writers. Not a lot. Not a lot of extras. No, yeah, can't. Do I know. That in general. Not a lot of yeah. writers will totally affect Bondi since we got nine belts as of this recording yeah. for zero one. <sighs> yeah. Also, because the the summer, the Common Rider summer, the Super Sentai Common Rider movie summer movie's been postponed. That probably would have been like another belt they would have sold during that time. So. Oh yeah, or yeah. some sort of like power up that they would have debuted during that. That they could see. This sell. is the thing I wonder about. Like when all of this started happening, had they already started planning for the summer movie, or did they even get? very far in it and that's part of why they canceled not just because people couldn't go to the theater they couldn't do anything for it like they couldn't film in general i think that's the case um there's no clear indication in like the press releases that we've seen however they do mention that you know they just didn't feel it was safe with the production staff continuing so i don't know what that really means because production staff could be like post production too you know? Yeah, so. but it could also be pre-production. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very interested in knowing when that's going to come out, you know, and what when we'll hear about it coming out. I, I almost want to guess that, like, maybe they were in the process of filming it and then just couldn't continue, so. Because I'm remembering, like, with previous years, like with, say, uh, Build or Geo the last couple of years, we would hear extras. when they were asking for uh, extras to come out and film for the large yep. crowd scenes. Like, for one, you can forget any large crowd scenes mm-hmm. uh, for any future movie, but then it's like trying to remember when were they asking for that. Like, wouldn't it be around last month or something like that? Like, usually around May is when they would ask? Yeah, that's when I remember like, like some of our articles came out. Especially for the build ones, they needed like 400 people, you know, which is insane when you think about it in the terms of like the pandemic yeah so if everything started happening in march then you get through april and may i don't even think they got into production maybe they might have not gotten into production that's a really good point but i'm i'm assuming they don't want to admit that you know oh yeah i i wouldn't want to admit it either I know. It's a shame. But hopefully, you know, we can hear more about that soon. Maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have more information. But as of right now, that is completely postponed. This whole podcast can be out of date by the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things are completely (laughs) moving. We can only hope that's the case in a good way. Yeah, you know, you don't realize it until like a week from now, we're going to be re-listening to this and we're going to be like, or like, you know, whenever it comes out, we're going to be re-listening and then we'll go, oh man, we predicted this or we didn't predict this, you know, man. it's going to be yeah. nuts yeah. to talk but this about. This is a time capsule stuff. of what's happening now in beginning of July, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I know, who could have predicted But yeah, so I guess we'll have to see. Do you guys have any last thoughts as we're wrapping up? You know, what you think the future of Tokusatsu is going to be like? What maybe you hope for? Anything like that? Yeah, I don't know, because the the precautions, the new, what is it, precautions while filming. I feel like that should just maybe just be a thing from now on. Continue that. That's a really good point, to be honest, because being on those sets myself and i know you have i mean 
it can get really crowded yeah you know and yeah. it feels claustrophobic at times even on like locations i've noticed I, I would like to so. see like like to compare like when once common writer saber is out and released and that's finished like compare how they film saber with zero one before the coronavirus be like okay what's mm-hmm. different about this like you know but uh hope everyone stay safe you know yeah stay safe and healthy and do yeah yeah all your favorite heroes wear masks you should wear some too <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes please i definitely agree with that what about you yaz any final thoughts Ooh, so many. Um, but no, I, I, I'm interested to see how Tokusatsu on many levels adjusts to this new world that we're in right now. Um, not just the shows, but like also events and conventions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just, I, I hope that it's all for, you know, safety is the most important thing. So as long as, you know, they're keeping actors crew everything everybody's safe you know they gotta do what they gotta do so mm-hmm. i'm just hoping that you know they continue bringing these shows to you know the audiences that you know need that escapism right now um, yeah yeah that's all that's all you can really hope for yeah i totally agree with that well on that note let me send a very Special thank you to everybody that's listened to this podcast, everybody that supports Tokunet, everybody that uh, pledges to us on Patreon or sends us uh, money through Ko-Fi or puts up with the advertisements on our website. Uh, We really appreciate the support everybody has given during this time. You know, we've been really working our butts off to try and get the news out to everybody. And I know everyone here has been you know, we all have our personal lives that have been affected by this and we're all volunteers. We don't get paid for what we do because our expenses just to run a website are surprisingly a lot, you know, but I really appreciate how everybody in the community has helped out the tokusatsu community in general in times and shown support where it's been needed and i feel very blessed that we have a good dedicated reader base that just supports tokunet so i just wanted to give a special thank you as we're wrapping up to everybody that supports us and of course thank you guys for being on this podcast with me i know it's been a quite a serious subject but i'm so glad i had you all with me Thank you for hosting. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be here. Of course. And with that, good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you next time. The Tokunet Podcast is the official podcast of the Tokusatsu Network, your best resource for official Tokusatsu news and media. If you like our podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcasting platforms such as iTunes or Stitcher. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thetokunet, where if you're at the writer tier level or higher, you can get early access to episodes and more. Team Tokunet will always be online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course our website, tokusatsunetwork.com.
I always, I'm such a weirdo. I always, when I'm doing the sign off, I always wave like I'm actually I somewhere. Do I do yeah. it every time. I can't stop myself. <laughs> so I actually just like waved. <laughs> uh, we all did it. We all did it. <laughs>